And we are on with Aurea and Kerry. This is a Being Community Radio, which means um, a place for us to discuss what it feels and takes to become community, and specifically Kerry and her headphones mm-hmm. right now. And I think those are new headphones, but maybe you got the... Meant for a larger head. Maybe that's you talking to me. I don't know. <laughs> could be, could be. <laughs> so we, I haven't been back to the studio for a while. That's true. So I can take 20 minutes now and just talk. A few or months. <laughs> or I'm excited, kind of, to be back, meaning on the, on the studio, on the radio. I'm more excited about the fact that this is our new slot for Carrie and I to come in and do this show together. <laughs> She's winking at me, looking at me. We've already done it before. It's not that new. Yeah, yeah but it's <laughs> official. There is a routine then. Oh, yeah? Every Thursday, 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. We have rearranged our entire life in order to make this happen. We made decisions on our son's schooling based on being available to the podcast. No? Should we, re- should we talk about it? Sure. It all okay. fits in together. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. It's... We didn't pr- I didn't want to prepare for the show because that's my usual thing. Maybe next time we will. This time it's more. We come We just came back from Israel. It was a big trip, and we are. Ex- I'm excited, I guess somewhat, because it always takes me a couple of shows to get into it, to do this together. Yes. To, I know you. You like to talk, but you, t- you said you usually have to wait your turn. And not not in a bad way. There's nothing wrong with waiting your turn. It's about the timing. That's it. Okay. You know, it feels more awkward to uh, insert or be forceful just trying to do something versus just knowing when it's time. So I'm working on... Uh, the timing is not the right word. Ultimately, it's true. But I'm working on just what it feels like to me to work in partnership. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, d- we did a group the other a couple of weeks ago. And I literally had this, I was so excited and I even insisted on the fact that we're going to, st- you know, lead and start the group together. Mm-hmm. And uh, an hour later, mm-hmm. after I was the only one that talked, I said to you, I don't know what I said. I said something like, I'm sorry. Oh, oh no, I said, I wish we would have done it together. And you looked at me and you said, uh, well, I wasn't going to interrupt. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as you and I are working at our working on a relationship working out a relationship just becoming more conscious of the fact that we are in a relationship actually partnership well and how uh, you know that can change even what it means um it's always a anyone who's been in a longer term relationship can definitely identify with um that feelings change the relationship changes then the first initial meeting and oomph and whether it was for a week or a month or a year after you really get to know someone there um perhaps there are different ways to describe it perhaps the the way of intimacy or really getting to know someone intimately it's um not always so exciting and oh <gasps> You know, sometimes it's more like, okay, that's there. And and then it's getting to know someone, really know someone, including oneself um, in those deeper level levels and layers. You know, there's uh, there can be some surprises in there. (laughs) Hopefully. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, sometimes. uh, Sometimes the surprises are not so pleasant, and the surprises that are pleasant usually come when uh, we are in something that feels challenging, and we are really able to rise to something and sort of impress ourselves with uh, how we come through. Yeah, like Mm -hmm. every time... My God, every time, like yesterday, <laughs> uh, yesterday. Every time I go into my shit. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so yesterday, you know, I, I don't remember exactly what, but you were feeling negative and in a state of contraction. Mm-hmm. And when in that space, th- nothing really looks good, right? There's like the, it's the opposite of rose colored glasses. 
Yes. I mean, I know for, for me personally, I get saturated with a feeling right. of something. And it's usually, I mean, in this specific instance, it's a feeling that points away from your light. It, you can describe it like that if you see it like that. Well, how, sure. you, well, how would you describe it? The, um, the feeling mm-hmm. or what it is. For me, it's more of this place that sets in of, I don't like this place where I'm at. How do I get out of it? And not even how do I get out of it, but I don't know how to get out of it. It looks like I'm never going to get out of it. This is just how it is because it's almost like there is this larger force and momentum that I am caught up in and I don't know how to be able to redirect it or steer it into a place where I actually want to be. So when I experience you getting sucked down in that tunnel Mm -hmm. away from the light, uh, I usually, I mean lately at least, and as I'm getting more conscious, the the mantra that I have in my head is to to do, if I'm going to do any talking, it should be nothing but acknowledgement and it can't be fake either, mm-hmm. especially with you, mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately, unfortunately. And just to be there and just to have you feel like that you can actually express yourself without being a male solution oriented mm-hmm. or even worse, like making it sound like you don't know what the hell you're talking about and you're just negative. And that would give me a sense of satisfaction. Before? I, well, or I haven't really no, experienced it too mean? much because mm-hmm. I still find myself giving you advice. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, even well, it's I mean, it's something that we all do, like unconsciously. We when we're when we feel someone else and we know that it's not a good place, we just we don't want them to be there. And we we try what we can try to to get them to be able to move out of that place. Right. That is a natural inclination for anyone who actually feels someone else. Natural. And natural. Yeah. And a sense of satisfaction that I'm looking to experience more of my life than one that you were referring to is that, you know, growing up in a bigger way. And actually, I, I would think it would be so simple to just sit there and acknowledge and just mm-hmm. listen to you. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, I think it's less, maybe 20% instead of 80%, mm-hmm. hopefully. I mean, it's not, I'm, I don't do it. How was your experience of me yesterday? Did you feel supported? I mean, I don't know, tell the truth. Yes and no. Um, because I, I mean, even in it, I can see that there's this place of resistance. So no matter what you say or do, I always have a counter to it. The pro- right? What because if I shut the hell up? Uh, well, exactly. You know, and then it's just that, you know, it's just that then there can be this awkward heaviness or silence of there of just being really saturated in a feeling of something that is unpleasant. Um, and, and that, you know, that is the part of navigation and different people have experienced it in different ways like whether they were able to receive that as they were a child growing up when their parents didn't try to fix something and just allowed for something to be there and still be present with them you know it's it's that sort of space to know that an individual no one else can no one else can get you out of that space it's always up to oneself hmm. to really go into a different space. Anything else is just a distraction. So ultimately, like if you didn't receive it as a child, at some point you're going to have the realization and you got to do it for yourself. You just, you know, because anything else, then we get lost again and we don't know how to get up out of it. We have to learn our own methodology for going to a different space, for being in a different space that we are responsible, you know, for that. It's not anyone else's responsibility. That's for sure. And we are in a relationship, mm-hmm. an okay one. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. And I think I know that these struggles that you and I have are uh, nothing more than an example of what the world struggles with and relationships, whether it's intimate ones or it's always an intimate relationship, whether mm-hmm. it's with yourself or with other people or with your career, which is ultimately a place of a relationship with your sense of contribution to the world, with your sense of what you give back or how you're being supported. A place of belonging. A place of belonging. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that 
we feel we essentially we feel like we have to contribute to belong or is that the more of a religious uh blackmail situation yeah no it seems like it's been something that maybe someone is removed from and then comes back to as a way to get back when we just intrinsically know that we belong then we don't ever not belong you don't have to contribute to be able to belong you just know that you do and your act of even being here is a contribution in itself we're already contributing just by being here and existing um so in a relation so if we take it from the small um to the big to the small or and you take it to the our personal life does that also mean in our relationship uh in the way which we structure our our home just being together just just the commitment to stay present or not run away mm-hmm. is valuable enough like it's a good foundation is it valuable enough i know you don't like the word enough well not that it, no it all it has its place like um is it valuable enough um i don't know about the enough part is it valuable yes um sometimes is more needed yes like yes so i'm ex- you know to make talking about our relationship live online is kind of cool i'm enjoying it so far <laughs> uh peter o'connor just walked into the studio he'll join us after the next segment and ask us some tougher questions <laughs> or not maybe we'll ask him tough questions nice haircut uh so yeah we you and i have been dancing with and around each other for seven years i mean today when i walked into the house uh mm-hmm. He asked me if I'm on eggshells, and that put me on eggshells. <laughs> but <laughs> we all do it all day long. It's true. All day long. And I look forward to actually getting more comfortable and bec- making this show really as a refuge for people in any kind of relationship to themselves, to the world, mm-hmm. and especially with other people, and find it resourceful and useful, and we'll be able to call in, you know, ask us some uh, Real questions. We have two different points of view. It's true. I mean, catch us now while we are still working it out because we'll have less of a flow. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's always um, there's always a workout, right? We don't want to not be working something out. That's exciting for me to hear. Right? Just like as a human, like no one wants to get to the like really we think we're just going to reach this leveled off place of enlightenment that's a plateau most like, people think that but that, I mean that's not really what we want most like, people really think that they actually believe that we just don't want to stay in the downs we don't want to stay in the valleys too long or maybe going down really fast can be fun too but then to go back up mm, is um, you know that's the fun part too Okay, cool. We like, as a species, we, we don't like it. to explore and come into contact with something that's new. To just know the same thing over and over again, eh, it's boring. Mm, it is. We'll mm. be back in a ten sec. I mean, in, in, in about a minute, and maybe we can discuss about uh, what it takes sometimes for us to remember that when we are down in those valleys, it's actually like a trampoline. We're about to jump back up. Maybe. Letting go back uh over the break we kept discussing this uh what's his name this uh, jew hating guy uh rob hi that's such a great marker <laughs> <laughs> welcome to talk radio <laughs> yeah, listen, you know, it's uh, one way to get listeners <laughs> uh, 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 no, you tell him i'm a jew though <laughs> okay that's fine he's a, he's a self-loathing jew <laughs> <laughs> and so you know we're back to everyone by the way happy sukkot for all <laughs> the jewish <laughs> people listening this is the holiday of manifestation is that what you say happy sukkot yeah you say chak okay but that's like a New Year thing, though, yeah? 
וחג שמח מין זה happy holiday. אוקיי. חג is holiday is שמח is happy. So חג שמח, happy סוכות. Or if you came from my childhood, you would be פרילך אין סוכס. Happy סוכס. יידיש is like, there's such like a buoyancy with it. It's such a more like joyful sort of bouncy language. Okay. So buoyancy. Mm-hmm. Buoyancy, like... Even the word itself, right? The word itself, and this... We're looking for some... Uh, we are making some... Uh, sharing some experiences of buoyancy or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. You know, especially when we experience a... Uh, it's just a... Like I told you, when you were feeling like shit yesterday, I said to you, which even saying it to you would be ridiculous, but just the idea that I know how you feel. Mm-hmm. Like I've, I've, I go through three, four days every so often... especially after peak experiences where it's just, I, I don't see the light. I don't see any experience in which this is going to turn out good. I feel stuck in, in whatever it is, mm-hmm. my cycle of debt, my cycle of lack of truth, my cycles of uh, just wanting to be one version to, to the world and I still have to maintain. Uh, it's, just, it's just this cycle that I keep thinking I... I'm free for it and then I find myself in it I'm free for it and then I find myself in it uh, and so there is a lack of buoyancy in that experience mm-hmm. and hopefully in partnership and relationship we can provide each other hopefully forget each other I can provide you with a safe place to feel that without mm-hmm. feeling like you have to be fixed and as I was mentioning I literally just tell myself Shh, don't say anything but without making awkward moments mm-hmm. to actually still say I hear you which I took from you You mm-hmm. say I hear you a lot, so mm-hmm. it resonates to me. So I, sa- I say that it's the only thing I know how to say right now when you're, going, when you're spiraling. Mm-hmm. I hear you. you mm-hmm. uh, and then I haven't been, you know, I didn't, it's definitely I'm not in any level of satisfaction where I feel good about it because I still find myself not just talking or trying to give you advice. There's always this point where instead of taking care of you, I'll go down, I'll spiral down in a selfish way, almost just to get you to snap out of it a little bit, because what the fuck, can't you mm-hmm. see me? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, really, you think your life is shit? Let's make it real shit. You know, just, it can... <laughs> that, that always feels good. <laughs> oh, yeah? So you, 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 you That's kn- sarcasm, definitely. <laughs> you know that? Is that a real experience? Or do you know that I'm doing it? Um, well, what happens is that sometimes not in that space, like... I believe it buy into it and then later on you tell me that it's just like this act or a show so then it creates the sense of mistrust actually and that then I, I I don't believe because then I know that you're working on a different angle although yet at the same time I do believe there is uh, something of a truth there involved that then you are exaggerating but there's definitely this place that comes into of just like I don't want to say not taking it seriously but that it there there's an actual There's not a connection there. It's But a disconnection. Good. Mm-hmm. Because when I tell you the truth, that I can sense my unconscious, conscious place where I'm like, all right, let's, let's, get, let's, let's, let's press the emergency brake on this train. Even though the best thing I could do is let that train run its course because mm-hmm. those are real feelings and real emotions that need to happen. I'm like, I feel so bad right now about myself that I'm going to press the emergency brake. And... Even though I really feel, I, I mean, uh, it's those like years of... But do you actually feel bad about yourself? See, yes, and I have a lot of good training and experience to knowing that it's a matter of soul perspective. Like, it's how I'm looking at the world. Mm-hmm. So, unfortunately, I, have n- I haven't been real lost in many years, mm-hmm. but I still play into it in time of need. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't... ever re- no, I can't, I'd like to say ever at this point sure mm-hmm. feel really lost like mm-hmm. people because I, 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 my connection with life is one where I feel like uh, I'm a god playing in, you know mm-hmm. with myself in mm-hmm. some big way but when the pressure is really on especially in an intimate situation where I'm like god I want this to be done with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a pattern mm-hmm. it's a pattern that kind of runs into it And I do know I can stop it. I don't have to press an emergency brake. Mm-hmm. I do. Like, I know that. Mm-hmm. And I'll uh, press the emergency brake 
feeling like little mischievous or devilish. Like I still don't stop it. I can still stop. Like mm-hmm. back in the day, it would be unconscious. Like when I would like you know rip my shirt or throw shit or whatever it is. I don't think I really paid too much attention to it. But at some point, I started to realize that I'm still really there. I really am there. Mm-hmm. I don't have to do it, and I'm just doing it to make you feel bad at this point and snap you out of it. Mm. Mm. It's interesting. You do it to make me feel bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. About feeling bad. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. No, and, and that's yeah. and that's because the that's why I wanted to bring it up like mm-hmm. that. Because you can't fix it in earnest. You feel bad about that. It puts you in a place of weakness, and you pull a stunt to try to hit the emergency brake, wake her up, and be like, it's not that bad. Stop making me feel bad because I can't fix that you feel bad. No, it's even worse. But I, and I think I'm expressing it because I see it all the time. Mm-hmm. With, in relationships, like we get mean, we retaliate. Mm-hmm. It's a retaliatory action. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah? Like, no, what do you, like, it's almost like a protection against like something being offended. Like I, Sure. I'm just being more yeah. aware of it. I'm like, yeah. I'm really delving in and what they call mm-hmm. unpacking. And saying yeah. even that protection mechanism, there is still a retaliatory primal place of I'm going to exert my power over you, technically mm. speaking, mm-hmm. and say, let's not. I mean, I've said that even those words like you really want like you acting like you're in a nightmare. You want to feel like what a real nightmare is. How mm-hmm. about I take a real job? You mm-hmm. know, I have those moments, right? Yeah, it's great to, you know, this is sarcasm again. Um to use fear against someone it's sort of like heartbreaking right sort of it is it is yeah 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 is it also uh, parental and kind of um paternalistic like you don't appreciate how good things are i'm gonna make you appreciate it like you would do a kid like you don't know you have food on your table i didn't when i was a kid yeah what are you crying about wake up everything everything's fine i'm gonna take your phone away in some way it's the same Mm -hmm. it's a don't you know stop focusing on yourself it's a power it's a power thing Mm -hmm. yeah things Mm -hmm. are okay because because things not being okay Mm -hmm. feel like we've done something wrong right we're not making it we're not making the perfect container it's our fault that you're in trouble i can't really help so i'm gonna Try to give you a little smack to be like you're fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you which know. is coming from our uh, a, a place of weakness of not because we have this need to think we have to fix something and make it better. And you're making me feel really bad when you feel so bad. It's reflecting on my, and that's a mistake. That's a mistake. Well, well and right? and ultimately we know like it's just a learned pattern mm-hmm. from it's like um, it's not something that that's genetic it's something that's environmental and it does switch in to genetics based on its family patterning of things in which how our families have handled certain situations and then that's what we learn that's the example that then we learn how to handle something and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't it, even if it does work it's so short term yeah and that's that's the again that's no the it's from a contracted place yeah yeah and it's for very short-term benefit like uh like 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 doing drugs meaning mm-hmm. like, okay you have you have a really good feeling for a little bit and then most people shake not most people in, in the connotation of uh, using drugs for bad experience for for, for escaping mm-hmm. i mean i know it i have still family members who uh, i just came from israel and it was d- challenging for me to be with them and, and, and ide- see how much I identify. It was more challenging to experience how much I identify with that feeling than to see them going back for the escape. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and it wasn't something like, oh yeah, I remember how this was like 10 years ago. It was like, uh, this is basically how it is with whatever, whether it's the phone or ganja mm-hmm. or a beer now or whatever it mm-hmm. is you know there's always a place where i enjoy that it's letting go and mm-hmm. it's medicine yada yada, yada. Mm-hmm. but and i was so ad- again identifying with this place where okay there's real feelings there's real emotions coming up that are not as pleasant Boom, let's get out of them mm-hmm. and it takes uh, it's this whole process of growing up and navigating and getting out of that uh, s- suction, mm-hmm. the, the, the tunnel, 
which we said maybe we can discuss like what can we do we don't really know i guess i'm i'm fortunate and blessed and really 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 blessed would be the best word to experience partnership with you mm-hmm. because i can actually go to sleep literally metaphorically and whatnot because i know that i will wake up at some point mm-hmm. hopefully with that without fear like i was just saying mm. because you actually don't use the fear tactic whatsoever unless there's an unconscious place to you when you drown you're also trying to wake me up i, I don't know that yeah no it, it feels like yeah i don't play into something like that like my my feelings are actually genuinely what i'm feeling and it's it's so like self-involved in such a way that i actually just feel me i don't feel anyone else it's it's just muddled in that sense. Um, when I'm not, I can feel someone else. I can feel their space. I can feel that you then really don't want me to be in that place. And the the genuine intention of connection and love. Like when we go into something and we try to get someone out of that space. Like it's all because of... It's really like the kernel of it, the core. It's just because we actually care. That's it. Hmm. We just care. We don't want someone to like... Like when, when we feel someone else in pain, we can actually feel the pain. Like even as a human being, like evolutionary standpoint, we don't want to be in pain. We just don't. It's much better in pleasure when a place that feels good. And we started the seg- the segment with knowing the evolutionary perspective that we also need or like the downs, the valleys, the mm-hmm. mistakes, and the right in between. Oh, how I try to bend and break these rules of mine. Almost giving up. Cause I never saw an end inside. All my life been waiting for a chance to break free. Jutang Clan. I just got that in a text. Just <laughs> to continue on our self-loathing. Jewishness. We were talking about something uh, very real. It's very cool. It's so good that we have to go back to it. Mm-hmm. Um, the disappearance into the muddleness of the tunnel of depression. <laughs> <laughs> and how we just want to get out. And uh, it's a line I've been kind of using because I saw it on this show recently. Good show on HBO, Westworld. Uh, <laughs> that evolution's greatest tool is mistakes. You know, where... Even the word, now I'm adding for the rest of it. Even the word mistake, the connotation that it has right now in our society is a very religious one. Res- mistakes means punishment. Even people say, well, it's okay to make mistakes. Well, it's a little different than it's okay to make mistakes or seeing it as evolutionary tool. There is no such thing as a mistake. Really. I mean, again, we only say it in a religious context. No such thing as a mistake. We have a negative connotation to the word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we keep trying different things and we're learning and we're changing, then uh, fuck, this is yeah. evolution itself. The shell grows by having a little crack. When the crack happens, we go, oh, it's a mistake. It's not a mistake. It's an opportunity for growth. Yeah, and we have such spiritual names and taglines for it. And well, it depends on where the crack's at and how deep it goes and how far. You know, There's always that other piece like that sometimes it doesn't work out. Sometimes a mistake is a mistake. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean that, yeah, yeah, like, okay. so I would, I would argue that evolutionary, the greatest tool is not about, it's not a mistake, right? Like mm-hmm. it's, that's what it is. If that's where it goes on to lead to a place of expansion, like I, I see like us evolving to the point and using our mind and consciousness it's more about feeling something and because it's a it's a different sort of scale and there's different 
perspectives and different ways. It's not like a one through 10 measurement system. It's more of a comparison thing and that each individual like feels different, but we know something feels good and something doesn't feel good. Um, now what that can be can be different for different individuals, but the, the space that we end up, that place of feeling something, that's the, that's the place of connection, right? And that then we can actually feel each other. Like we can feel other animals, other animals can feel us. Like these are things that we know, but we're just coming up with the language to be able to describe it and share it. We're coming up with the language to describe it and to share it, mm-hmm. to communicate, to create a... So ultimately, the evolution becomes we're creating a safer, better, I don't know, container for, for evolution itself. Well, well, that's what all the prophets and all like really conscious people, that's what we're talking about. We're sharing that to say that then this... <gasps> you know all of the stories in religion because they're stories they come about and they want to share something about i mean i just know like christian stories um you know jesus came and he's like all right the the power of the kingdom is heaven resides within you like all of that's really it's really true i was about to curse um i guess i can still curse here all of it's really true um we do have the choice we can make it heaven or hell. And it is our choice. Now, how, it doesn't mean that it's easy to do. But that, that, that really is what we can do. We can create anything. We can create bombs that are going to destroy and kill each other. Or we can create other technology that <gasps> distributes things. So everyone has everything that they need. And there's not a scarcity and there's just a, everyone can operate from a place of feeling safe. And when we do that, the things that we create and generate, well, like, right, it's beyond any one individual imagination, but we know, we know that it can exist. It really can. And it's our choice, what we want to do together. Do you believe, I mean, I do, I guess, that it's a, a newer discovery or some sense of uh, old remembrance of sorts, but it's a, and it 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 can be very depressed. I mean, I watched the debate yesterday, and I'm. It doesn't matter. I, I say even when I say the debate, it's kind of silly because I feel like I'm equating it to something people should know. It doesn't. It's like watching a, a, the HBO show is a lot better than whatever is going on in our politics system. I can tell you, there's a lot more truth in there. They're both cartoons. <laughs> they're, they're, they're both imaginary. But one has uh, implication on a lot more people, and the other could also have implications on a lot more people speaking to Peter, who is an actor. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, it's shamanism. It's creating a story in someone else's consciousness. And a story once told and experienced inside can ultimately reflect and sink in there and generate someone's experience on the outside. Uh, and, but, and I watched it yesterday and it was, I felt like I was uh, like in Starbucks watching a couple of people talking about shit they don't know anything about. That's really what it felt like. Just, mm-hmm. It's not even talking points anymore. It's, it's just that space fillers, time, I don't even know. It's, it, it would be more interesting for me to talk right now on the HBO show than our politics system. All of that to say, because we are still focusing or have been in the past, we've had a tendency because we have to create a new story. So I have to watch my language. Uh, and a reality based on fear, based on making bombs, based on uh, what we don't have and how much we have to protect ourselves. Luckily, it really sounds stupid now. I hope I'm not the, I'm not the minority. I think maybe we used to be the minority, but it really sounds stupid. It sounds stupid that we have to protect ourselves from ourselves in order to thrive because the future where we're taking it is the obvious choice the obvious choice is that we create products that help people live longer it's you make more money with your client actually stays alive than if you kill him or her and right now most of the money being made in the world is killing people 
So it's really a very, 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 very small myopic point of view. It's just like me causing fear in you to stop fighting without actually letting the train and the expression because you may be less inclined to express your feelings now mm -hmm. and that our relationship will be less uh, fulfilling and meaningful mm -hmm. because you feel like you have to stuff something. So we are at this crossroad in our world where we have to, where we ought to give each other the space, all of us, to experience, to express the fears, express the emotions, express the feelings and hold, hold ourselves accountable to not pulling the emergency brake well, and, and but sometimes there is a real necessity for it. Um, when 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 someone can be dangerous, you know, there it still exists. We can still hmm, the the energy can still be. I mean, we're we're electrical creatures. Still, it can still be explosive, and it can still be damaging. Um, if things are going haywire inside. So sometimes the emergency break is necessary. Well, we can find uh, gentler, more present, uh, larger container emergency breaks. Sometimes, A skill yes. to build. We right. can. Yeah, hopefully. no, we can. It can be. Or what we start doing is we implement a different way um, with children. Right. <laughs> and new, and yet there's still a current space right now where things have been because of the state of fear in which it was necessary to get us to this point. Right. That place of protection and. Yeah. Instilling just fear. The, the bombardment, mm -hmm. like it did serve its purpose mm -hmm. for survival mm -hmm. at some point. And so yet there's still like the the waves of things that are already in place to address them. And, and sometimes the only way is like a breakthrough or something that doesn't necessi necessarily feel so good for people that are perhaps uh, more attuned to their sensitivities, right? To know that we actually can talk to each other instead of like punching each other, right? right? And, and yet sometimes, I'm sure you've come into contact with this, everyone has, in which you try to talk to someone and there's just no way of getting through. Right. You know, they need to be like kicked in the ass right. or something to right. get them to snap out of something, right. right? Yes. So it's still in place. I'll make them laugh. But sometimes, I mean, can that? I don't well, know. Sometimes there's too, funny much, too much distance that they, you can't even connect there. I mean, you, you're true. close to getting to them if you can get them to laugh. But we're even, there's a few steps behind that where you're like, mm -hmm. wow, mm -hmm. absolutely. Where it is, yeah. No, 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 go ahead. Well, and it, it doesn't have to stay that way. But there is still something about like not being so lofty and idealistic to say that it doesn't exist anymore. That's right. Because it's still, we're still in the system. Right now we want to change it. It takes courage. Let's... It, be honest it's a word you use it, it takes courage to be that person to stay there because if you're going to be the one to hold the space mm -hmm. and be and be brave to try to cross that to to, to put that bridge in place you're going to hold a lot that's going to be a lot of uh electrical discomfort in that moment um you have to be able to maintain the resolution right that's right <laughs> and, and without a need to get uh you know for what you want to happen because mm -hmm. energetically you will exp you do you experience the resistance which is not against you, but you're feeling the empathic. You're feeling the other person right. struggling, and it, and especially in the beginning, if if they take your presence or words personal, as if you're not doing something right, right, then they will fight back, and it does take a certain amount of strength and presence. Well, well, the good news is too anything. Well, even your own energy, but especially one that is not yours that you're picking up from someone else there's always a way to move it out of your body so it doesn't have to stay in there always? it can't always Ooh, teach us that there's always a way okay that's just how energy does that's what actually what energy wants to do is to move it doesn't want to stay in a place sure that's just not its function the energy is the movement so and our bodies can move in all sorts of different ways <laughs> like that's also what we do we are mobile you know, a lot of times too, and you're, you're you're giving me kind of memories of 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 having these situations, mainly with well males, and mm -hmm. and 
up to the moment we've discussed being in and, and ho- holding that resonance and, and resolution. And, you know, a lot of the time, whether the other person knows it or not, they start to feel poked. They start to feel a little messed with what it feels like on their end because I've been that one. Mm-hmm. And you can and I and you can start to feel, in addition to what everything else going on, you can start to feel a, a little extra layer of hostility don't fuck with me coming mm-hmm. at you and you're like whoa to then mm-hmm. hold on to be able to hold it even there mm-hmm. is it, a whole nother level mm-hmm. um without almost betraying the betraying the confidence of something you know that they don't know by going no no it's okay mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you mean it's okay you know wow that mm-hmm. is some serious navigation how do you move the ener- in, a, in a moment like that how do you move that energy out of your body you said movement yeah well i guess it just depends on it's amazing when the mind gets out of the way the body just knows what to do so and and different things Not will true. be in different places. Not true. You know, so you'll it will, you'll move it out in different ways depending on what the energy is and where it's at. Right. Right. And and depending on who you are. Picking up the pieces from this game called life Not every piece has a box that fits just right Is that Sky Dying? It is? Yeah. I like her drummer. <laughs> no, I like her voice. It's good to hear her voice again. Picking yeah. up the pieces. We, we ought to follow up with her. At some point. We'll just check on her, you know? I'm still a looking cos- for the commercials. Cosmic Friends, Dad TV. Died, we'll just check on her. You well, know? I'm looking up, for the infomercials. Picking up the pieces. I know she's going to be on, going to redo, rebrand herself and show up as who she is in the world. Now, we, 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 it's funny, right? We had her on the show, and I remember the biggest lesson I've learned from speaking to her on how you would imagine, you would think... We always imagine the grass is greener on the other side. And here's a human being who's been on in front of millions of people on TV uh, with her father, singing, playing music. And she said that on the show that she would write the music specifically for the show. Her dad would say, well, this show, we're going to talk about this, so let's write the music. And now that he's no longer here, she basically has to do the same work as all of us. Even though technically, I don't know if this is not technically speaking. In our imagination, she would have an easier time getting her voice out there. No such thing. The work is still the same work. Yeah. It's, and I know, I don't know if people can actually connect to that truth because when we connect to this truth, we realize that we have to move the energy. We have to move the energy. Or at least allow it to move pray for it to move tilt it i mean we can talk about different things in our last segment mm-hmm. different things we can do to move the energy in time of when we want it to move i mean when do we know that well let's go back to moments when as we were discussing a couple segments ago say as for an example the two mm-hmm. of you are in in a moment where in in a period of time where carrie you're you're experiencing an emotional um, you said spiraling down. Those weren't your words, mm. but you're you're in you're in some stress, mm-hmm. and you're doing your best with it, and it's bothering you, or yeah, and you you want to help the situation. No, I don't know if it's bothering me. I'm, I just actually want. It's, of course, it's bothering me, but it's not bothering me like I want to change as much my practice now that I'd like to be useful and not try to fix her. Right. Yes. Yeah, it's. I wonder about the step one, which is in that moment, in those moments, having the presence to create a little space for a little extra awareness of breath. Okay. A version of that thing is happening Mm -hmm. before getting caught up in action or words or emotion or propulsion. Can we just, how in those moments can we, can we have the presence to say, hey, we're having one of those, we, you're having one of those moments. Um, I don't know. It sounds nice. It doesn't really happen like that. Well, could it? So are you advising us? Or are you no, asking I'm us? asking if it's possible. I don't know. Because well, any, well anything is possible. The, the un- sure. The unconsciousness of, of being in the muck mm-hmm. is part of what keeps us in the muck. 
could there be a goal to recognize and, and, and call and, and just be call something out for the sake of going? Well, I don't know if it's necessarily even unconscious. I think it, it sort of stays in that place. Also, when we go into a place of analysis and go up into the mind, trying to understand the feeling versus actually just feeling it. Right. Instead, we do want to like I know for myself, then I want to come up. I go into my mind. I want to come up with why is something happening or how do I get out of this? What can I do differently so that I'm not feeling this versus just like saying, taking a breath, going down into the body and not in the place of mind, like going down energetically to be able to feel it. And then what happens is you feel it and something will just come up. There will be some form of identification then that makes sense as to why it's there or yeah well, it will and you have to be afforded move. the space to to experience that well, i guess I'm afforded asking. the space there also has to be a willingness there has to be a conscious redirection of then becoming aware that like okay i'm up in my mind now yeah. i'm i'm I, and and that presence. the acknowledgement that i'm actually trying to avoid the feeling yeah versus then just going down into it feeling it and you know then there's there's different what has to be though is there has to be a sense of safety Right. To to be okay with then actually really fully feeling something. Right. And I don't know if it's unfortunate, but for for me, most times, uh, it feels so vulnerable and scary, and it doesn't feel safe to actually be in that place in the presence of someone else. Right. Like, sometimes I, I feel like it, I can't really... <gasps> be fully immersed in it unless I am by myself. Right. Is it because mm-hmm. an experience that you actually had with me or most from in general and then I still kind of bring it up? No, I mean, I don't know where it stems from, but I believe it's just then also then being conscious because then in that place of feeling, mm-hmm. then I can, it, it becomes this weird space then of actually being able to feel someone else then too. Right. And then... And then it, it then also then becomes something cerebral with an analysis as well. So it does sort of take it out of the feeling or then we become self, or at least for me, I guess I can't say we, I can then become self-conscious of, it, of what it right. feels like to someone else or what it looks like to someone else. Right. And, 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 mm-hmm. and, and I admit it that I pull the emergency brake once in a while and I am considering myself somewhat worked on and conscious i can't imagine i mean i can't imagine because i've had it done to me and i see it done all the time where parents and boyfriends are immediately going to oh yeah look who's gonna you know who's gonna take care of you now or uh you know go find another home i mean i see it all the time but i'm considering myself somewhat conscious and still i and i admit that my greatest work right now is to not pull the emergency brake Ever, you know, I still find myself doing some sort of emergency braking. Uh, so of course you wouldn't feel safe to allow the train to feel to, to completely pass through, because you have to protect yourself from a, from a very possible retaliation of sorts or punishment. Not even, and, and well, yes, that's true. But sometimes it's not even that. Sometimes it's then just a sense of responsibility for knowing how it's going to make someone else right. feel. Right, right, right. Because right. you got yeah. Jesus in your life. Fully. <laughs> 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 you, you know, there's a, there, it becomes this exchange of inside and outside. Yeah. And there can be so many layers and so many different connections happening at the same time that to describe it in words could like take days right and although that is like the place we're getting to now is to come up with the language in which to describe what's actually going on and there's so much that happens in one second like so much in in one second one breath one feeling so much exchange that is actually happening um that it's mind-blowing Right. It's actually like to then try to describe it and contain it is uh, a task. It's poetry. Mm-hmm. So back to uh, Peter's question. But let's take it to us. We'll go, no, go ahead. Well, Carrie answered it exactly as I and, and that's exactly what I was asking. Mm-hmm. And you elucidated it perfectly. As you were answering, I realized what I where I was really coming from was the witness on the witness's behalf. If 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 
person A is going through something, how can person B, the witness, take a second and go, before I get caught up in this and have my reaction that may or may not help, let me take a moment to recognize this is one of those situations. Let me take a breath and ask for help. Okay. <laughs> so that helps because I do it. As opposed I don't to ask applying for help, the exp- but I do it. I step back. I step back and I consider myself the hero before even starting. I'm like, I'm going to do it this time. I'm just going to sit here. I'm just going to be yeah. here. It works for like 12 seconds. But I haven't asked for help. I mean, for so good. So for that's me, I, I will add that. And next week we're going to recap and see what happens. Well, well, for me, it becomes this place of then losing like um, a form of self-identification with something and being involved in a process versus mm-hmm. then just really being there's a sense of like clarity and openness of really just being a witness or a supporting mechanism there for someone where, I mean, you have to be very careful. Mm -hmm. And that's why I say the, the, the self identification process as me, as Carrie has to go away and melt. I just become someone who is there wanting to support and love someone else while they're going through their process. So it has to be a complete place of non judgment because in that space, then that can, if someone feels judgment, that creates uh, the safety is gone. Non-judgment, then. non-effect, non-result yeah. asking for a real witness, a space holder, supporter, identification. Yeah, so that's like a read in is which the energy can travel through, right. and there's there's no um, stickiness. Nope. There's no entanglement. Right. Where then someone can just, and I mean this is, ultimately I don't always practice this but i know it's ultimately the goal anytime our son hanu is experiencing something that is extremely charged and emotional and it's a whirlwind for him and he doesn't know how to contain it or control it or ride it ultimately what it's just about is being there for him letting him know that he is safe to be able to express anything that's going on and to make sure he's in a safe environment right to be able to express that Right. Now, I experience it from you, too, all the time. Like, when I go into something, it's, uh, y- you do shine. <laughs> Which, again, sometimes I pull the emergency brake because of that. Because you're like, come back to me. Mm-hmm. You come back to your essence when I'm suffering. <laughs> what can I do differently? I, I don't know. That's up to you. God damn. <laughs> We're all different. Like, And that's what everyone will have to learn their own methodology. There are certain tricks or rules or techniques or tools that we can use and that we can share but ultimately it's always up to an individual to find out what actually works for them in order to do what i just want to get that thought completed to change the space that you're occupied in whether it's a space of contraction or expansion whether it feels good or whether it feels bad good that's our ultimate choice and how we create world peace right yeah (laughs) is that going to be the new name of the show how we create world peace. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We might still have to remain a little hidden and underground. All right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take your vote. So let us know. Let the movement grow. All right, good. So we'll talk to you next week. Uh, maybe at 11, maybe at 10. We'll see. And uh, love you guys and I love you, Kate. Have a great week. I love you too. <laughs>